welcome back to the Real Talk La La podcast. It's your girl Nashika G, and I'm here with my real talker and real friend. And yes, and real <laughs> friend Amy Tayard. Yeah. And today we are going to be talking about what not to do when you start dating someone new. Like, I feel like this is a subject that is not really talked about, but it's so important because we actually enter relationships doing stuff that actually sabotages the relationship before it even starts. I mean, so, sometimes we enter not knowing... A lot of people enter relationships not knowing what they want out of it or setting standards, too. Right. Like, which so, can sabotage. Right, right, right. So you have to have your boundaries. You have to have a list of things that this person checks off. Well, a lot of people get into relationships out of fear of being alone. So you have to know why you're getting in a relationship in the first place. Right. And right. how it serves you and how you're also contributing to it. So what are like what are some things that we really shouldn't be doing when we first meet somebody? We're dating, we're going out on dates and everything. And you know the question always comes up. Why are you not, why are you single? What happened to your ex? What like what what is your answer to that? Oh, my answer is always positive. Even if you had horrible breakups, you never tell a man what another man did to you because he's just testing to see what limits you would go. Right. Whether he has the intention to hurt you or not, it still tells him your threshold of, of what you can take. Tolerate, yes. And subconsciously, people will always try to test those boundaries. So, like, I, I always lead it. And I find that to be such a relevant question when you first meet somebody. Like, I want to get to know you and I want you to be comfortable enough to also have your guard down to tell me the truth or like I want to be able to have the adequate time to for you to show me who you are you know what I mean but when people do ask that a man asks that I'll just be like look I just see that the standards of dating right now are kind of shaky like there's not that much really to choose from but I've always been I make myself the princess or the queen so I'll always set the standard of like no I've met amazing men I have fond memories of most of my exes and they, they were great well. to me they treated me amazing even if but your relationship is wasn't that great you just bitch, always, lie yeah, yeah, I so i'm meeting a new dude i want him to men are competitive by nature so mm -hmm. if i'm telling you the reason like if we go into the conversation of how, why are you single well, what happened with your they are automatically thinking you're gonna say some horror story he cheated on me he did that i don't give a fuck if the nigga dragged me down like the mud like i'm not gonna tell the next nigga that he did that i'm gonna tell the next dude that no, like, my man treated me like gold. He treated me great. Like, I always... Because I'm going to set standards and boundaries in these relationships that I want right. you to follow. So if you're asking me about my ex and the lessons that I learned about that, like, I learned that I need boundaries and I need to also set the standard for relationship in the beginning. I'm going to also show you and not be afraid of what I allow and what I'm not going to allow. So I'm also going to lie and tell you, like... But yo, I feel like it's not, also, it's not all a lie, but like I'm also no, gonna I tell you that like, no, this man treated me really well. I was like, he treated me really well, and like she might be a princess, but like you know, some things don't work, and sometimes you find what you really need. And uh, the ending of a relationship after you get a certain age, you realize it's not just something as simple as cheating, betrayal. Sometimes you, you realize you're not compatible. I would just mm, be like, yeah. we weren't as compatible as I thought I was. We didn't have the same kind of life goals, but I think he's an amazing man. He's fine. He's gonna make somebody really happy, and like I had a great time. Like. It is what it is. Like, yeah. why say the nigga moved away? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but no, all my dudes treat me well because they don't have a choice to. Especially now. Like, I'm not ever getting into a relationship where I'm going to allow a man to I've, I've silence that, me. I find that a lot of women, they do communicate like their ex cheated on them or they weren't handled properly. 
But when you place that threshold with that guy, yeah. he does the bare minimum above that. And for some reason, some women are conditioned to think like, oh, this is so much better than my last relationship. And, you know, you think he's doing 100, but really he's still doing the 20%. And but that's your fault. Yeah, that is your fault. Because if I, you accept 20%, that's what he's going to give you. Why would you then put effort that you don't have to put? If you went to work mm-hmm. and you and they required you, no one reprimanded you for sitting on the computer all day, he was watching TV, yeah. and you get paid $100,000 a year. To, like, you have a role to do, but no one ever, there's no consequences to you not doing your role. Would you then be like, no, I'm going to go 100% today? Like, you're not going to put in the effort that you, is not required. Mm. But for you to keep that salary, and they're telling you you have to do A, B, C, and D, you're going to find the energy, and you're going to find the value and incentive to do it because you want that $100,000. Nigga, I am, I am, I am the 100, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm priceless. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying priceless. is like, you want this role? You want to be someone in my life? You want access to me? It's gonna cost you. It's not only will the effort be worth it. You're gonna get that. You're gonna get the value worth of your effort. So whatever you bring to me is what you're gonna is get what back. you're gonna yeah. get back. Yeah, yeah. I've and more because that. we're women. We multiply things. We we you treat us well. You make us feel safe. We're gonna be the we're ones to go above yeah. and beyond. Yep. So and that's why when when I see a lot of things saying if. There's something wrong with your woman if she's not treating you right, if she's, you know, has an attitude problem or anything. It's, it's, cause it's because of you. Yeah. And once you treat a woman right and they want to be submissive, they want to do the things that are above and beyond. And a lot of men don't get that. Now there's some exceptions to because people are people. People come with their traumas. They come with their, their baggage. They come with the way they deal with stuff. They come with their coping mechanisms. Again, that's why it's important to... Not only just be loving and lust and blind, you have to be observant of who you're with. You also have to be real with yourself and be like, okay, I love, I like this person, but the way she is, I, I can I tolerate this? Because the behavior only gets worse. So it's like, yeah, there's exceptions to the rules. And there's things that both men and women do in the beginning that we overlook things that we don't think are a big deal, but they end up being the reason why we leave mm-hmm. later. Give me an example about that. Like, I don't... Like, there's little things you'd be like, oh, you know, she's a little messy here and there, but it's fine. It's cute. Like, the little things you find cute about, and then you move in with somebody, and you realize she's a fucking pig, and you're getting tired of picking up her fucking panties on the floor. Like, then you're like, but you've seen this in the beginning. So it's like, you have to know yourself to be like, I'm an anal, neat freak person. I can't live with somebody who's a slob. Slob, I can't. Like, I, I won't. Like, if I go over a dude's house, and he's a slob, I can't. Right then and there... Part of me now, at the age I am, at like being in your mid to late thirties, like, I there's certain things I'm like, no, people overlook and they justify people's behavior, people's ways about them. People will show you. They're always gonna be the represent. They want to show you their best in the beginning, but people are also gonna show you a little bit of their worst, little by little. Like you're gonna have context clues to how a person. That's really why I feel is. like you don't know a person until you live with them. It's true, and also people don't really. People don't know themselves fully. We're all on this journey yeah. trying to learn ourselves. So the thing that people don't understand about relationships, because we live in such a microwave world, everything's a convenience, is that people change. Even within the confines of relationship. I'm still individual. You're individual. People grow. They change. You have to then realize that the things that keep us in common, the things that we love about each other, like you understand in a relationship, it's not just a commitment to the person. It's also a commitment to that person's change. Mm. So you have to be able to not only love but tolerate your partner enough to to 
to, or actually to go through change. the change yeah, with yeah, them yeah. and yeah. also for them to respect the changes that will happen with you. Like, and how their changes affect you and vice versa. It's very rare now to kind of find, I'm going to be honest, because people aren't that self-aware or self-reflectant. It's hard for people to take it, like accountability for things. It's hard for it's hard for men and women to communicate, and even black women and black men. That's a whole other like, thing. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. People people get into relationships for the wrong reasons. They, they don't really... Women and men are scared to be alone. So then they, they think that the lovey-dovey, like all these chemicals and hormones and variables going on. Like, it's going to be like that forever. It's not no. going to be like that. You're going you to hate each other some, at some you point. You have to have a goal for your relationship. Yeah. You have to say, this is what I want out of this. And as if you're trying to be in my life, these are the things, this is how I, this is how I view love. This is what love means to me. Like, what does it mean to you? Like, what are your expectations in a relationship? What are the things you need in a relationship? What are your deal breakers? What are the things you can compromise? These are conversations people don't want to have, but are the things that can keep you from wasting a lot of fucking time and saving the person their time too. I think just people in general think that if they have chemistry, they belong together. No, chemistry is not enough. Love's Love's not enough. enough. Yeah. Like you have to have things in the real world that matter. Like if you're a person who is strict with your finances, you, you have financial goals, you have all these you have to be with someone, even if that's not their interest, you have to be with someone who's just as responsible because there's certain things you're going to want to do. If you want to own a house one day, if you want to start a business, if those things are part of just your core values, if you're a person who likes to be out a lot, let's simplify it. Because a lot of people think now they're either getting relationships because they're scared or like to be alone or sometimes people use relationships to kind of come up or like exploit, like a lot of relationships yeah. are exploited, even friendships. So it's like, no, we don't all have to be Jay-Z and Beyonce. We don't all have to be the hustling couple. What works for you? If you're a simple guy who likes to stay at home, don't go after the bitch who likes to be in the club. Like, like know who you're with. It's not just about how she looks or that that she's paying you attention. Like, get someone who's similar to your core beliefs and core values. Like, you don't have to be the same. You could have different interests. But if the bitch likes to be indoors most of the time and you like to be out hiking and doing shit, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. Unless you like your time alone and your hiking is for you to spend time alone, then that fine, that could work. But it's like it's again, it's about compromise. It's also about knowing who you are, staying true to that. That's how you really get true love. It's like you're not gonna get it just tolerating and pretending to be with someone or being what they want. Like you have to attract the people that are naturally gonna come to you, and you're also you also have to be true to who you are. So those people, whether they decide to stay or not, it's on to them. Like. Yeah, but like you said before, I think it comes with self-awareness and knowing what you want. And people don't know. They don't know that. Yeah. And they go through life thinking that their life should be a certain way because they watch it on social media. They watch it in public. They watch their mom and dad go through. So many people think that a good relationship... Mm-hmm. is somebody that sticks together with loyalty not with no loyalty like they're both cheating on each other but the fact that they stuck together and they they had they stayed in the same household they had kids together and they raised their family that's okay so honestly people ignore the biggest thing about having a healthy relationship and, and i know it's gonna sound cliche it's gonna be like oh my god yeah you have to have the best relationship you have to have and the most solid one is with yourself. Yes. That you can't you can't think someone is gonna fulfill you. I know it's been said a million times. Yes, it feels good. Everyone wants a companion. We are social creatures. Nobody wants to be alone. Fine, but you have to understand 
yourself first before you put another person in that equation because then you'll also be able to recognize whether that person's done the personal work for themselves like if you are a half person and you come together with another half person you don't make a whole person, person. you're two half motherfuckers yep and i'm not talking whole and people get the wrong misconception of what being a whole person is you don't have to have everything together to be a whole person you could just you could be struggling you could be going through your shit and it's possible to find love and find someone who will help you out of those things but you have to be a whole person in who you are and being transparent who you are not faking the funk like you it's not about oh i when i have this house i'll be okay or i'll be able to get in a relationship when i have this certain amount of money or when i when i open my business i'll be able to get into this really you have to be solid in who you are where you are where you're at in your life and emotionally what your capabilities are and what you can offer and what you could do for yourself first you have to put that mask on first in the plane before you can, you know, Help somebody give anybody else, else yes. the air. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Like, if I can't breathe, nigga, you can't either. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to really be solid in yourself and then you attract solid people. Or like, if you, when someone comes to you and they're coming with their bullshit and you're already attached to them, so now their bullshit affects your bullshit and you just are over here like, ah, like two people bonding in trauma because most yes. people are trauma bonded now. Because no one wants to do the work on themselves. And also, going back to just how the world is with social media, everyone is rich on social media. Everyone's pretending. Everyone's this. So it's like, it's hard. It's making dating harder because, and damn near almost impossible, because everyone is so used to keeping up a filter, a front about who and what they are, even to themselves. So add another person into it. Like, two people just mirroring shit that's not even true. True, right. You know what I'm saying? Like delusional girl like you know what I'm saying like <laughs> material so, um like I just yeah it has a lot to do with it when you're not okay with yourself because I've been there I've been aware you know I have been at my lowest to low and I attracted somebody that was not right for me because I was trauma bonding yeah it's understanding that you know I went through the situation to get better and you did it. You're, no, you went through the situation because you wanted to be with that person. You went through the situation because it felt good. Um, you went through the situation because that what you got out of the situation is that lesson, what you learned in hindsight. But when you were in it, you're like, I'm going to go through all this pain to get better. That No one does that, bitch. Nobody. Mm. You didn't say, let me get with this toxic-ass nigga so I can improve <laughs> myself. You the truth no. is, we don't need to go through these experiences to learn those things. Like Deep down, we know how to what we need and we know how to serve ourselves. But a lot of times we don't want to look at ourselves and see what we're lacking. We don't believe we can we can heal ourselves. So we find other things that feel good that are that aren't the answer, that aren't temporary. So through the pain we learn that lesson that damn, looking back, I didn't need to put myself through that. that. I didn't need to like you know, but I I will never let someone like control me like that. I won't let the fear take over. Like so you Some people do that. Some No, some people never learn because they're never it's again, it's self reflective. The only reason you the only reason you learn that lesson is because at one point through your pain, through the crime, you have to look at yourself like, bitch. Why am I doing this to myself? And like, like I told you earlier when I was talking about my ex, I said, I knew I, that lasted longer than it had to. I knew way before the relationship even really started that I shouldn't have been in it. If yeah. we're real with ourselves. Yeah. Because you can point the finger like, that nigga didn't do shit that, I put him in the position to hurt me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I didn't deserve it. Like, and, but like the trauma, you never ask for the trauma you have. It's like sometimes like you put yourself in a decision, but sometimes trauma is just it happens and you're not responsible for it happening for the most part, but you're also responsible for, for your healing. Yeah. You're the only one that can heal yourself. Like the next thing you meet is not going to heal you. 
But that's with any trauma. It could be childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Your response. You can always point the finger, but that's never gonna help you. You have to. Yeah. Take accountability. Okay. Yes. This hurt me when I was five years old, but at this point, I know I I'm aware, and I need to heal from it. Yeah. But look yeah. how long we spent. You only get into your adulthood till you realize how long you spent avoiding healing the things that happened to you as a kid. And some people never look at those things as affecting them. At one point, I had to sit back and like, why? And, and I thank God for giving me the intelligence and also the wherewithal to be so self-reflectant. And yes. so, like, so, um, how do you call it? But there's some people that are aware of that and they just don't want to put the work in. Oh, when you're truly aware, you can't avoid it for too long. Because then mm. you start to be like... When you start to be like, when you really look at yourself and you're really like accountable, you could be like an aware and you're like, you could be aware and not accountable. That's true. But after a while, if, if you are actively aware, accountability has to come with that. Because if you're aware that you are, I mean, you can't say, I know I'm doing this to myself unless you enjoy sabotaging your relationships. Like, no, I don't think that someone's going to say, okay, I know a stove is hot. Let me keep touching it. Ow, I'm burning. I'm heal from the third degree burn and then touch the stove again. And then heal. Like, there's people who, it's because people will sit there, touch the hot stove, and then blame the stove for burning mm. them. So then that's not awareness. If you're just keep touching a hot stove and be like, fuck you, stove. You see what this stove did to me? Oh, my God. Like, ah. Then you meet a new fucking shiny stove, stove and then you touch that it. fucking shit. And you're like, ah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so really you're not aware that you're not self-aware. You could be aware of your environment. You could be aware that that's a stove, but you're not aware because aware self awareness and the, the important part is self self awareness and accountability are hand in hand. The moment you decide to be like, okay, let me take this time to just analyze the pattern that I have in these relationships. That's what made me me being self aware made me have to take accountability. So when you're self aware, it's hand in hand. So when I had to sit down and look at the pattern of all my relationships, yeah, I was like. Who is the common denominator? Me. Me yes. I was like, and why do I keep attracting? These are all different type of men, but why do I have the same similar experience? Mm. I had to really sit and the be like, is. why am I crying about this shit again? I was like, it can't just be this nigga who's just him and I keep meeting the same. Like, it's me. Like, what am I picking? Where is this coming from? And then when I think about it, I'm like, and how how am I acting in it? When I start to look at my behavior and I'm like, what like, and I was being honest with myself, I'm like. Well, I'm guarded as fuck. These men don't really know me. Hence why they're mirroring shit that 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 I'm doing okay, too. Right. So I'm causing an insecurity in them because I'm too scared to really let yes. all my guards down. Yeah. And I'm attracting people that emotionally are unavailable yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm emotionally honest. unavailable. Yeah. So that it's like, I can't be too mad when these situations happen. And it's like, I also attract a certain toxic man because... When they do something, I could be like, well, see, it was your fault. Mm. And I could, like, You're toxic as well. So, so, and that yeah. stems from my relationship yeah. looking back mm -hmm. with me not addressing my issues with my father or him being absent or not absent or like my relationship with men well, let's, is let's, a pattern. Let's go back to that because I, I kind of want to touch on that because, all right, so because we're take, talking about self-awareness is not possible without accountability. Right? Self-awareness leads to you to having to be accountable. accountable. But what if you grew up thinking that the toxic situation is the way it's supposed to be, but your results of every relationship is not what you Again, self-awareness. It could be any situation. If there's nothing that, that you can't... It, it is what it is. Like, 
just like the sky is blue, it is what it is. Like self-awareness is all encompassing where you're like, you to even be aware that your environment was toxic, you have to then be like, but you're not aware of that to other people. But at one point you have to be aware of it. Mm. Because we live in a big old world. And at one point, you have to look at it like, why am I miserable? Why am I this? Like, oh shit, I grew up in this fucked up environment. You get to be out in the world and see how... Unless you are living in a fucking cult. And a good example, they have these all these little yeah. like fundamental cults. Even within it, these people are, not, are isolated completely. They, they Kids grow up in it not knowing, completely brainwashed. But just, even in those things, you know why people leave? And they're not even exposed to the real world. You know why these people leave? Because... Something inside doesn't feel right. That you could tell when something is off. You know what? So at one point you have to be like, nah, this is this is not how I want to live my life. I, I, you know, and that's just a different situation because like, but also going back to being self aware, mm-hmm. it could be harder because being in the situation where you didn't notice it was toxic, it's toxic. But let's say you grew up in an abusive household. How many people grow up with family members who are narcissists, and then they they they, they go through relationships and they are people pleasers, or they go through their life. At one point you're like. I'm miserable. None of this is working. Yeah. Why am I like this? Like, it doesn't matter when you become self-aware. Some people become it early. Some people never are self-aware. They go through their life miserable as fuck, and they they just blame the world, and they're victims of their circumstance. The moment you realize that no one controls your reality but you, and, like, anything you're going through, like, this shit is a reflection of your shit. Like, you control more than you think you do. Then you then you have no choice then to be accountable of like what you exposed to where you there's certain there's circumstances in life you could be wrong place wrong time but it's like yeah but i still think how you react or how you maneuver around that situation is still no comes you, back down of to course you. but i'm not saying that okay you could be a, when you're self-aware there's you're gonna have to kind of make a change and some things are just ingrained in you where you're like okay uh, like let's say you grew up with a really angry household and people lash out and scream at each other mm-hmm. and you realize okay I'm 30 years old every relationship I have I've had these anger issues I scream I get... and then you get to a point where you're so miserable you're like okay I have to start to actively change now that's easier said than done because like you said it's it's just a way that you learn to cope and react to things so now you're reacting and like but once you are aware that you are angry or you re- you overreact to certain things mm-hmm. I'm just using that as an example. The next time you are, you might lash out for something like stupid. You might do it two more times again, just like how a drug a, a drug addict relapses. Yeah. But then you have to think about, oh shit, I'm bugging. Like, okay, I, like, I know I'm doing wrong. I that's what self awareness yeah. okay. is. But when you're not self aware, you're just gonna keep wilding out. Like you're just gonna keep being self destructive. Your life is never gonna change. Like, and you're gonna stay stagnant in the same position. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't necessarily mean you're not successful. Like, so, there's a lot of millionaires and billionaires and successful people who aren't emotionally intelligent at all, aren't self they, they coped with their trauma or their dealings with work or with, like, being goal-oriented or doing this, like, mm-hmm. you know, and they feel like the more money or things they acquire will solve all their problems or distract them from it. Just like people use sex as distraction, gambling, yeah. shopping. Drugs, we all yeah. have vices. Like, yeah. just conversations with people. Some people are self-aware, but they don't want to do the work to take themselves out of the situation. That's their business. Yeah. But and, but that's why when you are going into a relationship, those are the, the you watch, you observe your person, you give yourself the right time before you attach feelings to shit. That's one thing. It's like 
when you're attracted to someone or like there's something someone says that you like, like a lot of people now are so instant, so microwave, like, oh shit, yeah, oh my god, I like you, I'm so intrigued, you're blinded by all that shit, mm -hmm. and you jump into it not not even taking the adequate time to build an actual connection, because there's attachment, and then there's connection. connection. Right. Okay? There's bonds, and then there's But there's I think that's what comes... I, women... Actually, more... actually, I like this term. There's... There's connections and then there's bonds. You should take your time to build a bond. A connection can be broken. You can call someone on the phone. You can have a connection over the internet. And how many times your phone fucking fails and drops? Mm. Connections aren't long-lasting. When you build a bond, it, it, there's an investment in there. You take a time. It's hard to break a bond. bond when something's yeah. bonded together, it's harder to break. When there's just a connection, nigga, connection can be broken. You don't broken. call me. Yeah. I, I don't care. Especially with men, you have to spoon feed them information and things about you like the fact that you were sitting in front of me and i don't care what none of y'all say because i've had enough experience with men to know men like to earn their women and it's not about cat or mouse or child when a man is into you initially intrigued he's good do, you're yeah. there's not much you have to do in the first place okay it's then you as the woman to sit back and observe is if this man is worthy enough to be in my life like not even just worthy enough or is this just make sense does this work for me and you know because men once they see something they want, they're they're they're, they're, they're on mode. They're gonna if they want you, they're gonna come get so you. So the funny That's thing is, like, like as a woman, you set the pace, you set the the tone, you set the and every man I know who's a man and I'm not talking about fuck boy will tell you, yeah, she sets the tone. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. men do love to take direction. Men do want the answers. They don't want to. They don't. They're not like us. They're not trying to figure it out and analyze it. Like if they want you, they want you. But they they need to know. They want to know from us what we need. But also. We have to show them through our actions. Like right. we have to show them through our standards. And like what what persists will just continue. Like what you allow will just persist. Mm. So in the beginning, I strongly advise because I'm taking I'm taking this advice myself. Be have no tolerance in the beginning. Like if like be set the standard that you want because it's gonna get lower. So so in the beginning, make him open the car door. Let him know, like, if you want to be treated, like, if you are that woman, if you're not that type of woman, fine. But if I am, but if you are that woman who wants to be treated like a queen, set that standard from the jump. Even if you're not that type of woman, Take, I think pull you up, Pull up my that. fucking chair. But not everyone's raised the same, so you know what I'm saying? That weans out the niggas who will and won't do the things right. that you require. Right. Because what, what what man will do for another woman is different from what, what they will do for a, a different one. What one woman requires is different. What I require is different from what you require. It's not like just one answer. So for me, I know in my relationship, I want my man to not to have a best friend, but I want a man who's a man. I want the traditional roles in the sense where my man is the provider, the protector. I want him to also like look at me for a long time and like love me and, and adore me and like and I want him to also always be aware that I am the woman. Like I want to live in my feminine energy. I want him to know mm. he's the man and I'm going to serve him in that way. But before he does that, he has to show me that he could be that man for me. So I'm also going to show him that I am a certain woman of a certain standard. Right. I'm not going to like, I'm not saying, Oh, it has to be about money. I have to do this. But like if, for instance, if you see that a guy's liking a girl's pictures too much and it, it pisses you or he looks at another woman. You better say something. Uh, no, don't even say shit. Oh. Cut him off. Oh, Okay. I mean, say it. Don't just be like ghost him. But if you see that he's looking at another woman while he's in front of you, like are like this, and like it's obvious and it's blatant disrespect, I'd be like, you see that right there? I'd be like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't like that. I don't like that disrespect. So I'm gonna, but I, I'm just, I'm gonna say it, and then I'm just gonna chill off from answering your phone calls. I'll put you on ice, and I'm telling you right there, I don't tolerate this. Now, a real per, a real man wants a woman who's not, who doesn't need him. 
Right. These bitches be scared so to lose a man. So needy. No, I don't think it's needy. I, yeah, they're scared to lose a man. I'm not scared to lose anybody. Like, except my mother. But you're like, okay by yourself. But it's not even that, like, that will also keep the people who want to be in your life. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to just, and I'm not saying I'm a wild out for everything, but I'm. A, but it's also, I'm going to set the standard. If I see that you see I'm at a certain standard and you are blatantly testing my boundaries, I'm just going to cut you off. And those are always, I've never cut a dude off. Where he didn't come back, or he didn't want to explain shit. Like, oh my god, like, you know, all right, let me make it up to you. I'll, like, the men who want you, they, they will, they will come around. Like, they will have, like, if not, you don't need him anyway. You didn't lose shit. You would just have kept a nigga who's gonna look, turn, break his neck at every bitch in front of you and disrespect you and right. push those boundaries. Next, he's looking at bitches. Next, he's DMing them. He's texting them. Next, he's cheating on them. Land, and you sitting here like, oh, I didn't see it coming. Yes, you did, bitch, because you tolerated mm. the disrespect from the beginning. There you go. So for me, it's 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 just shit like that, and it's also, yeah, I want to go to this restaurant. Yeah, we have to go to uh, we have to go on a date once a week. Or like, these are my interests. Let's do this. Or like, no, what what are you doing? Text that that has to go. I feel I like, won't respond to it. Yeah, I won't. Then he'll have to be. Then he'll be forced to call me. Hey, how are you? I was like, good. Okay, so I was wondering if I if, if I could see you want to do da, da, da. It's last minute. Sometimes I'll be in the mood. As well. I mean, this is the beginning of dating. I'm not yeah. talking about when you For actually the, yes. analyze this person, realizes the person. I'm not saying play games all the time. This is not even a game. This is me showing you my boundaries. It's not a game. My life is not a game. This is not a practice life. This is not the NFL. This is not the NBA. This is an, <laughs> the, the, it's not any of that shit. Right. So you I don't. Get when I say I don't have time to play games, it means I don't have to have time to tolerate anyone's bullshit that i don't need like you know what i'm saying yeah so it's like if you want to be in my life as the man in my life that encompasses these things and i'll make it very clear and women have to be honest and clear on what they want from the jump they're like i don't want to scare them especially at our age for instance i don't have any children if that's something i i'm on the fence on whether i want one or not but like let's say i meet a man today i'd be like look this is where i'm at like, if we're going to get into a serious relationship and build a life, like, these are the things that I want you to be open to. I would, I, I wouldn't even say you, because you don't even have to take on what well, my I needs are. Yeah. That's your choice. But for me, I'm going to be like, what, what, I, what, what I would like in a partner want. is I want someone who wants to build a life, have this ABC, be a father, be a family man. Like, these are things you have to take serious and put out there, because a man who's serious about you or serious about his own life won't be scared of those conversations. Mm-hmm. And he'll understand, like, we're not kids. She's not a child. Like, so, because a lot of women who are our age feel like, oh, dudes think we're desperate and we're trying to rush them. No, it has nothing to do with desperation. It has to do with my needs, my wants. And if I, like, and this is what I'm about to do. Are the lessons I learned and these are the things I'm going to tolerate when I don't. You can't get with it. Go to a bitch who will. Yeah. Yeah. We started off thinking about, like, going into new relationships, but we turned into self-awareness and how important it is. And to feel whole within yourself and to have relationships around you, you are the reflection of your relationships, your friendships, yeah. and everybody around you. So, and most of, and most importantly, your relation, your closest relation, all your relationships reflect how you feel about yourself on the inside. Even yes. the most, even the ones that aren't even close, the way you feel about yourself reflects in everything. Like the way you show up at work, the way you show up. Mm in your friendships the way you show up in, anywhere in, in your everywhere like yeah. even online like 
if you're a person who walks with their head down and you're sad or you're or you think low of yourself and you're shy you're like that's what people are gonna get from you if you think you're the shit and you walk around like i'm the shit like whether it's fake confidence or not that's how people know to receive you that's the energy you're giving off so like energy is really real and like people need to stop downplaying the power of it because that's all we respond to is stimuli and energy so take your energy today to make yourself feel loved And we will see you in the next podcast. Bye, guys. (laughs)